do tunes podcast oh slow down the <laughs> it's so slow in. it's 58 Oof. beats per minute why 58 <laughs> i just i just pulled it down oh. i was like whoosh, poof, and then started it such a random it was it th- what what did it do to you as the introduction it like does it calm me, you uh, does it does it make you want to like just like do this slowly i don't know threw me for a loop for a second though yeah so what is this this is awkward, you? awkward silence with brandon and Bo. <laughs> <laughs> i'm brandon your bohemia that's that, what Bo is short for no it's not <laughs> i don't have one but i'm gonna add an x to it expo x expo x <laughs> uh and this is two tunes podcast where yeah, we talk about two tunes just the two of us <laughs> Although today we're going to talk about four tunes, probably. Eh, I mean two tunes, but like... We're going to talk about two, but we're going to play four. Or portions of... Portions of four. Four. It's a covers episode. We almost forgot for a while. Well, yeah, we sort of... Because it was like, <laughs> we should do one every ten episodes or so. And now it's been probably like twelve or fifteen. I actually made a spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, okay. Of everything. And also it keeps track of like, who who went, who went first? There's like three or four episodes where I went first in a row. Oh, you were like the keeper of that though. You were supposed to I be I know. Like, oh, I think it's... it was like when you were in the basement. When we were in the basement or whatever. Basement. That should have been easier to keep track of. Yeah, I don't know. Because we did like three that day. <laughs> yeah, and I started all of them. But also, it it's, it it tells me what's on the playlist because, like, I've been not keeping up with the playlist. Oh uh, yeah, same. So we have that. We have a playlist. You do the one on Apple, and I do the one on Spotify. Yeah, and, and the I one on Apple is caught up. Updated the Spotify one is minus a couple songs, minus like uh, four songs. Uh-huh. Um, technically four, six songs. Um, and. Well, now we have to think about it because it was another covers episode. Um, and there's two playlists now. It's not just one playlist uh-huh. because one playlist is a lot. So I just did the first year and now we're into the second year of the playlist. Okay. So you'd just be like, Two Tunes Podcast 2021. Two Tunes Podcast uh, 2022. I just have Two Tunes Podcast, the playlist. Yeah. And it's maybe up through like it's not far in there's not a lot i have to really go back and update this mm-hmm. i also have our themes on here oh, what, what, themes? if if we have a theme if we have like a real theme yeah most of them are just covers covers so covers when was the last time we did a covers episode episode what okay so this is episode 62 the last one was episode 50 so we're oh, like okay. not that far off. yeah it's not it's 12 okay that's and, the, and the one before that was 40 and uh-huh. then we did 32 uh-huh. and then 20 and then 10, 9 yeah okay yeah so we're not too far off then no we're within this we're within we're, we're, we're within the one or two well but we're within of, like the te- like each decade if you will sure we're in the 60s yeah yes so if we do one in the 70s and 80s and 90s and hundreds. Oh my god, the hundreds. It's coming up, man. I know. As as much as like we think, like oh, it's like that's so far away. It's like it's not. Yeah. Who? Uh, so who's first today? Um, you are first. I is first today. You is first. Anything to talk about? Um, no. I th- yeah. This the, the next couple episodes are going to be pretty like boo. boo. Um, I have been reading a really interesting book that I think you might like. 
Oh yeah, because it has Poe in it, right? Doesn't it have like a story? They mentioned Poe po briefly, yeah. So <clears throat> I forget what that even was in reference <clears throat> to it at this point now, but it's called Dilla Time. Okay. And it's about Jay Dilla. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a biography, but it's also not like the guy I should once I finish it and I'll probably like bring in some music that I found from it, but um Dan Charnis or Charnis, I'm not sure how to say his, his name, he he mentions in like the preface, like, yes, it's a biography, but not in like the most literal sense. And also it's just kind of like a history of this guy and his surroundings and, and different stuff. So like Jay Dilla was this like legendary producer, beat maker and stuff for, for hip hop in like the nineties and and two thousands before he passed away. And it was just the way that he figured out how to manipulate like tape machines and, and drum machines and different stuff. Um, really kind of like revolutionized not only the way that people made beats, but also the way that like even live drummers perform and stuff like, like Adam Neely and that kind of stuff that they do with some of like the weird, like, like that song drunk that they have yeah. where it's like real loping and like different stuff. And the snare hits at a spot. You don't expect all that. That all comes from like Jay Dilla. The, 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 the idea of Jay Dilla or what he does is it's really like, yeah, this, this machine can do it perfectly, mm-hmm. but let's not do that. Yeah. Let's play badly. Well, not even but badly, but just like, but like the way not- <clears throat> the way that a human would play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He almost takes the machine and makes it more human-like. Yes, and it's like, no, I'm going to move this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move this. But some of the stuff is like on time. It's like, oh, but it sounds bad. So like the kick might be on the beat, mm-hmm. but the snare is going to be a little bit behind. Or I think his thing is snare ahead. But yeah. It's, but either yeah, way, like, like some, something is perfect and something is not. Yeah. But I've been really digging the book. But they, yeah, Poe was mentioned at one point. Um, also, I'm at the point now where he talks about his love for NSYNC. <laughs> he really liked NSYNC. Okay. And apparently had the chance to work with them and then turned it down a bunch of times. No. Oh. So he was an interesting sort of dude. But the book's really cool because it's like, so he's from Detroit. And it also talks about like the history of Detroit mm-hmm. and how that influenced like where he grew up and stuff which is really interesting. And, and it talks about like, um, there's a whole section of like, what is time in music and how do we feel it? And how does it normally look and feel mm-hmm. and whatever? And they have these like little grids and stuff showing you like normal, you know, eighth note, 16th note, uh, subdivisions and different stuff. And then here's what swing does. And here's what funk does. And here's what this is. And mm-hmm. here's what, and, and when here's you say what swing, Dilla did like swing as in like the, the genre. Yeah, like swing oh, no. music, like like the way you would swing a piece in jazz. And he talks about how like there's even different versions of that. Like if you swing something where like the first eighth note gets 66% of the the beat or whatever, that's traditional like triplet swing. Mm-hmm. But if you go out to like 75%, now you're getting into like a shuffle feel. Or if you're at like 53%, you know, maybe that's like really fast bebop tune or whatever. There's all these different kind of feels with it and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and he shows kind of like what what dilla did with with different things and it's just it's just pretty cool it's yeah, pretty interesting sounds interesting so i've been reading two books at the same time that's my book at school mm-hmm. and then i have this other book that i'm reading at home <laughs> cool so it doesn't get confusing <laughs> depends on what they are well they're totally different the one the yeah. one at home is a uh sci-fi fantasy kind of yeah they're nothing alike <laughs> yeah so all right, so I'm first. Yeah, you're first. All right, so covers episode. 
You got you have the original queued up there? Yes. Pull it up. Just play it. I think most people know the song. Either the original yeah, or the Will Smith. Or the Will Smith, yeah. <laughs> With uh Jaden, I guess, right? It was like him and his son. I guess. Which don't you think his first son like is kind of a diss to him? Was that like Will Smith? Junior or the I third or something too. I don't know actually. I see the crystal raindrops Which I don't think that like the 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 Will Smith version of it was just to take the chorus and then yeah. rap over the verses. Yeah. Like like the hip hop version of it. Yeah, basically. And I feel like that was at that era of like when they were doing that, they would take like just the chorus of a thing yeah. and then rap around it. Yes. Yeah. So who is this, Bo? Uh, George Grover Washington Jr. with Bill Withers. Isn't it Bill Withers with Grover Washington Jr.? On this, it says <laughs> oh, that's the funny. other way around. Because I'm pretty sure this is a Bill Withers song. <laughs> well, he's the vocalist. He's the vocalist. And who's Grover Washington Jr.? But I have no idea. Saxophone player. Smooth jazz. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can pause. So this is the tune. But, but this the is also on the the best of Bill Withers. Lean on me. The best of Bill Withers. Yeah, because it's a Bill Withers song. Yeah. Anyway, so just the two of us. But the version I have brought is not by Bill Withers. It's a very scary version. It's not scary. It's super. It's real in the pocket, though. Yes, definitely in the pocket. So it's by Scary Pockets. <laughs> but what do you know about Scary Pockets? Um, it's a good name, by the way. It's a great name. So uh, professional mu- mu- uh, musicians react. That's the YouTube channel that, that the one guy, or both guys maybe, uh, their their YouTube channel. Okay. That they react. This, they have professional okay. music musicians react to other professional musicians, and the theme song for that. Uh, you know what? I will. Just gonna pull it up. I, I am. So oh, man, you, you can explain something. It's not really. All right. So I should explain who they are. Yes. So they're a. They consider themselves a funk band, uh, but they're a cover band. That's that's what they do. They bring in uh, guest vocalists and sometimes instrumentalists and stuff and just do kind of funky covers of stuff that's that's them in a nutshell mm-hmm. their leader jack conti i believe is how you say his name yeah is also right. uh in a group called pomplamoose which is him and his partner um which is also uh not entirely a covers band but mostly a covers band and but they do more theirs isn't as funky i guess um and then he is also the founder of Patreon. CEO. CEO, yeah, of Patreon. Oh, um, okay. Now let's let's see. I, I bet this is wrong, by the way. Okay. No. That's a different thing. That's a different thing. Virtual reality. Yeah, look at you. I can name that song in two seconds. Damn. Why is it dead? Well, you're the one that's looking stuff up. Yeah, because I'm looking up stuff. <laughs> All right, so this version of Just the Two of Us, in addition to be being done by Scary Pockets, the guest vocalists, plural, they brought in are... Um, you should do the second one first because everyone knows what the first one is because it's you. So the first one is Lizzie McAlpine. <laughs> no, you got to do it the other well, way Well, the other one is Swatkins. Do you know... Had, were you aware of Swatkins before I, I you heard not, this? I do not know Swatkins. Um, I am pretty much just aware <clears throat> of him through his work with them. He's, he's done a few different tunes with them. Um, but according to his band camp, Swatkins is a joyful prophet of positivity and together with his band, the positive agenda, he plays feel good funk made by and for real human beings. 
And his big kind of claim to fame is that he uses a talk box when he okay. performs. Then, then that's, I'm really trying to find this thing, man. <laughs> like I'm trying real hard because now I'm watching. Well, we'll we take a break. And then no, 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 it's find. right here. No, you got it's it. right here. Okay. Here's right the thing. Here. Hello? Yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Here, we'll go back like the two seconds. Back to professional musician. No, 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 no. Good. Don't worry about my hero because it's it's part of the episode that they're, they're doing. Because okay. it's, it's a talk box. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's why I'm like, this is, this makes total sense. So what's Dude, a talk box, Bo? Um, oh, my God. So a talk box is you put uh, an amp. Or no. You, so you put the instrument into the pedal. The pedal is actually a speaker. It's, it's like it's it's a um um it's not a speaker well it is a speaker it's like an amplifier and the yeah. speaker goes through the tube yes there's a tube and involved. then the tube goes into your mouth yes. and then your mouth goes into a microphone yes and that is what gets picked up yes and you use your mouth your to do mouth things. and larynx so, and different things to affect the way that the sound coming into your mouth from the tube and you can sounds. do this with your phone <laughs> Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, you just put it up to your mouth and it just... Uh, I'm trying to, like, get something that, that would be fun to do. I don't know. Come on, pick yeah, something. So, basically, it shoots the sound into your mouth. <laughs> and yeah, then, let's, let's do this. by the way, you manipulate your mouth. It, it then adjusts the sound as it goes this. into the microphone. So, Bo's now sticking his phone into his mouth. And by opening and closing his mouth, he's making it sound... Yeah, so basically Bo with his mouth is going wah, 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 wah. And you're not making any pitch, right? No, because you can't. Yeah, you you can, but it like I think if you were like singing along with something, like you would, but it doesn't really have much effect. But that has no effect on it because what the, the talk box does is it makes your um oral cavity into a tone shaping machine. Sure. Because that's what you're oral cavity is yeah. your mouth yeah yeah end of story <laughs> so have you listened to much scary pockets no none yeah i don't really none at all none this is the first i besides profession music sure. um i i know i'm great at singing i don't love all their stuff and it has nothing to do with them it's just like yeah this is a pretty good cover or whatever it mostly has to do with like the singers of course like if, like if i like the voice or not as much um and not that they bring in anybody bad, but, Ooh. you know, just, like, some people appeal to you more than others. Oh, yeah, and then care. I'll see, like, if I see a certain person, like, with this case, with Lizzie McAlpine, I want to see that they have brought her in. I'm like, yes, I'm going to go listen to that on purpose because I like that person. All right. So so here's a really interesting thing. Uh-huh. So there's two vocalists, right? Yes. Um, so Lily, Lizzie's, uh, her, so in the, in the, in the lyrics of this uh-huh. hers have no um what is the technical term for like the stars asterisk asterisk so hers doesn't have those okay but the other vocalist does okay and then when they're together it's two it's two what two Ast- sets of lyrics or no, two no, asterisks two, two asterisks oh, okay. so you have like the line and uh-huh. like if it's the one person it's asterisk. Oh, so it's almost like when you do like partner karaoke 
Yes. Have you ever done to do I, I like not, karaoke? But that so makes they'll total do sense. like, especially if it's like a boy and a girl song, they do like pink, like blue for the boys and pink for the girls or whatever, yeah, yeah. or like just two different colors, and then it'll be a third color. Yeah. When you're supposed to sing together, and it'll be striped. Sure. Anyways, you want to go? Yeah, let's go. Let's dive into it. Let's do some things let's here. Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Breaking stuff here. Don't know what I'm doing. It's not like this is. As I say, it's good. It's only episode t- sixty-two. Let me figure out how to do this. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. There's slight. Just the two panning. of us. Yeah. I see the crystal rain. She's in the left channel. But like. She's like right above your eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then he is. To make those rainbows. Like, not to your ears, but. Right. So, yeah. pause for a second. So, yes, he's using the, the talk box, but he's using it more like a vocoder in this case. Yeah. Like, this I mean, he's singing him. as well. No, but that's what I mean. He is singing. But is it a talk box then? Or yes. is it a vocoder? It's a. Well, he's using the talk box like a vocoder like so he okay so a traditional talk box thing you plug the instrument usually guitar or keyboard into the talk box the talk box then flows through you so whatever you play on your instrument yes it is what comes out yeah we didn't explain that and then you say the words over top of it to make it fit if you are using words but on this he's not playing something he's just singing into the thing and then and then it's being no, used I think as a I, I, if it's a talk box, he has to be playing something because nothing will happen. Well, then the tube's just going the other way. He definitely has the tube in his mouth. I'm gonna pull yeah, up the yeah, video yeah. just so I can. Uh, but you out. have to play something. Nothing will come out if you don't play anything. Sure. Because what, like as I said, your your mouth is becoming part of the instrument that you're playing. So you're playing a keyboard, and then the keyboard sound is going into that pedal, which is right. an amplifier. And then the, ampl- the the speaker is going into your mouth. Right. So then he's just using, so he's doing it as a. Like he's singing as well. Yeah. But it uh, is. Oh, that's the playing sound. Good. Yeah, it I just is. Want to fast forward a little bit so I can watch. Watch the video of this. The video. Here, I'll play maybe. this while we're doing that. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, wait, he is playing. Yeah. He's playing a guitar. Yeah. He has to. It doesn't work the other way. But. But what? I don't know. It sounds more vocoder-ish to me. Yeah, but it could be the the patch on the guitar. I can't see what his hands are doing on the guitar. But also it could be a vocoder because they both kind of have the same characteristics. Like I can't tell if he's playing. I'm just going to make some sound here for a second. Okay. Trying to figure stuff out. Come on, man. It's only episode 63 (laughs) or 2. 62. So he is playing stuff on there. Yeah. Did he just do like a slide he there? He did, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like both. It's really interesting. Yeah. Huh. It just sounds more vocoder-ish than Well, because he's he, it's, it's mixing the keyboard sound with his... Like, he is singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you play, that sound is getting mixed in with your vocals. Right. And then, like that's adding pitch yeah, to it. Yeah. And if you play, if you sing the same thing that you're playing, mm-hmm. then those are going to match, and you yeah. can do harmonies as well, yeah. obviously. 
That's hard to do. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. So like this cover on its own is not groundbreaking. No. Crazy different. But I like the two different vocals. Yeah. Him doing that is cool too. Like that's the additional cool thing with it. Because like not every cover has to be a re- total reimagining. No. It doesn't. But you should do something that's interesting for your own take. Yeah. Um, there, there was a, an, an Adam Neely with, uh, what's the guy's name? The guitar player that he plays with all the time. Shub Saran? Yes, with him. And um, they were like, if you're going to, if you're going to, do something like mm-hmm. reharmonization. Yeah. Like there has to be a reason for it. You can't just be like, "Well, I'm going to do it because I want to do it." Right. Um, it's like, well, what? Why the choices that you make? There needs to be a reason for every choice that you make. Yeah. Like, why is he using a vocoder? Well, it's because it's his thing. Yeah. And they've chosen like we want to have him in there because we want to have a vocoder thing. Right. The other cool one that he does with Scary Pockets is harder, better, faster, stronger. Oh, totally. That makes sense. Which perfectly. is yeah. Why are you using him? Because that's the sound. Yeah. And now I did, he's wow, 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 wow. Like that's yeah, yeah. him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, I didn't list this, listen to this with headphones, so I didn't realize the the panning, the yeah. panning tremolo. She, I'm continually impressed by her voice. Yeah, because she can pretty much do everything. She'll sing. She, she like desperately wants to be in Waitress on Broadway. <laughs> Um, and I, there's no reason she shouldn't be. She's yeah. great, but like she can do musical theater. She can do this pop stuff. She's done like some R and more R and B leaning stuff at different times. Like her tracks, like she's come out with some new stuff because her new album comes out in April. Like she's just a very versatile vocalist. Mm-hmm. Like. Really like their bass player too. I'm not sure who that is for Scary Pockets. I think it's actually that guy, unless he plays keys. Jack Conti plays keys. What's the other guy? That must that must be the who the other guy is. The, the, bass the other player. guy who's in uh, who does professional music react. Yeah, that's just fun. Yes, it's a fun. But one. like they do, do they only do Scary Pockets only? Scary does Pockets cover. is a cover band. Yeah, that's and a, like, are deal. they also like, will we only do it on well, YouTube? Well, okay, no, actually, I take that back. I take that back. So they... Okay, from what I know of them, I don't know all their stuff. Yeah. When you see something that just says Scary Pockets, yeah, not Scary Pockets and... Okay, all of their songs are Scary Pockets and, but if it's just like under the Scary Pockets moniker, so uh-huh. this is like a Scary Pockets song with... Yeah, Lizzie McAlpine and, and Swatkins or Scary Pocket Song with Bo Barber or whatever. Yeah. It's Not gonna a cover it. song. Okay, Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, yeah. that's at least all the stuff I've seen. It's cover songs. But they also will do collabs. So for instance, Larry Goldings, who's this great keyboard player. Okay. They have several albums with him that they call Scary Goldings, which is clever. Yeah. Right? Scary Pockets, Larry Goldings, Scary scary Goldings. Those are not covers, necessarily. But are they his songs? I don't know. Yeah. And they're just a part of it? I don't know. Okay. But, I, but like, for the most part, if you see a Scary Pockets album, it will be them with a bunch of featured vocalists. Gotcha. Yeah. But, yeah, they do lots of cool stuff. And, again, like, I, for me, if I want to listen to a cover, I'm looking at who did it. 
you know, who's covering it. So mm-hmm. in this case, if it's Scary Pockets, I want to know who's the guest vocalist and then what is the song, right? Yeah. Like that's what will draw me in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even the song, I'll see a person I want to I wanna listen to, but I'm like, yeah, that song though? I don't know if I want to listen to that cover of that song even though i like that person that singer you know now uh-huh. i will go listen to it just oh, yeah. to just to because you know and sometimes i'll end up liking it despite the song you know maybe if i didn't like the original song or something but most of the time i'm like yeah i still don't care for that song even even a better version or you know whatever there was a cover version that i thought about bringing to this and it's uh, eleanor rigby uh-huh. done by ray charles Oh, okay. And it was re- it was released around like a year or two after the, the original release, so uh-huh. it wasn't it was it wasn't like like oh this song's been around for years. It's a classic. It's like no no, no, no this came out like two years ago. Yeah, and I that would have made do... sense because try to capitalize. Yeah, and and audience. his version like it's really cool, but it's also like really like when you listen to it initially, you're like yeah, did you really have to do this? Mm-hmm. And then the more you dig into it, you're like you know what this is actually like really really cool. Yeah. Like there's a lot of cool ideas here. Mm-hmm that go on with it um you know how like eleanor rigby has like a five measure riff sure no i don't know okay so it's five it's five measures so you have like three measures of um of e yeah it is five okay i got you yeah and then and then you have one measure of of E, I might be rearranging these. There's only two chords in it. There's C and E minor. Um, anyways, you're on one chord for three 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 measures, and then you're on one for one measure, and then like you switch back halfway of that fifth measure, and then you're back into like the riff. Okay. In the the um, Ray Charles version, he's just like, now let's just do four. Uh-huh. So it's like two one and one okay so the halfway point is just like at the beginning of a measure yeah. and then he sings it like completely different it's not like eleanor it's not very metronomic mm-hmm. um it's like eleanor rigby it's 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 very like it speeds and yeah. it, it, it it pushes and pulls the speed it's yeah. really interesting um Save that right cover now. of it so much so that we're we're in in my class that we're gonna mix the two because i don't really like ray charles delivery of some things Mm -hmm. but i love all of the music behind it tambourine is awesome baseline have you heard um speaking of that tune and also people we've talked about before have you heard cody fry's yes i have and it's really good and the kids so epic the kids in the class want to do it i'm like we can't do that that's too big they probably know about it from TikTok. They probably know about it from Glidewell. Oh, because he got real into him. Oh, he got yeah, so yeah, yeah. into him. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if he, he asked me about like, not that long ago, mm-hmm. do I know him? And I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, did I tell you, so when he was doing that tune, mm-hmm. um, when he was, so he just released this album called Symphony Sessions, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. A lot That's of his, on, yeah, a lot of his old mm-hmm. stuff. Whatever, yeah, I, I can. Hey, I can afford a symphony now. <laughs> exactly. Let me write it the way I want it to. So, but on that tune in particular, he put out a call to anybody. He was like, "I need, I need a choir." So here's the parts. Here's the backing track. Record yourself and submit it. So he did a virtual choir. 
basically yeah. yeah and then he mixed it and whatever well i was i'm a bad procrastinator and, <laughs> and you never got i to. never i never got to do it but i could have done it i yeah. could have like that yeah. would have been so cool and like you get your name in the credits and whatever yeah. and yeah. that would have been really awesome but i unfortunately did not so uh i even more, like downloaded every like i had it all ready to go i just never did moral it. of the story is don't procrastinate don't procrastinate yeah don't put off today what you can do tomorrow no i don't know yeah. there's a joke in there somewhere. true cool you want to move on to your team yeah yeah so scary i should i should also add this is like right up our alley so with uh-huh just back to the patreon and scary pockets thing for a second so patreon is it, I, I think they described it as like kickstarter but like for people that continually make stuff so yeah. basically you can you pay like a monthly fee mm-hmm. to, i am to support a patron of four people okay or four things yeah i do not do anything on patreon but i there's the weekly planet podcast i really mm-hmm. like they have their own version of it basically yeah a lot of it's called big sandwich a lot of but, people they're like this is a great idea but but i don't want to pay patreon money if i can just get all the money myself some that's part of it like yeah. ripiato does that he's like oh you know i tried it like i don't want it like it doesn't do what i want it to and sure and um who's the other person uh shawl Okay. By the way, a long time ago, we talked about Rhett Shaw, and you're like, those two guys that do that podcast, Rhett, Rhett and Everett? Or, and, no, Rhett and Lake. Rhett and it's Lake. Like, no, it's, it's Rhett of Rhett Shaw and, uh-huh. and uh, Mythos Petals guy. Sure. Zach Broyles. Anyways. Um, so he, he has his own thing, and it's like, okay. But Patreon makes it easier for the user because it's like one one spot one place to to find people instead of like well this money's going here and this money's going here yeah because you could just cancel all of them all at the same time right so um patreons that i'm a part of are the one with uh Rhett Shawl, uh-huh. that the uh, dipped in tone it's two dollars a month uh-huh. and you, really the only benefit is that like you can be part of the live like oh, when right. they actually record their podcast right. yeah, yeah. you can do that um andy othling who does ambient music mm-hmm. and you can get like he'll he'll release like he's recording stuff all the time and he'll just release stuff all the time mm-hmm. uh mike adams who's a youtuber mm-hmm. friend of not mine the guy i went to high school with what <laughs> not the guy i went to high school with i mean he he went to york i didn't that's not where i went yeah anyways <laughs> so mike adams he's he's a good guy yeah uh and then I um, now I'm part of Bad Time Records. Just to be, a lot of these is to be part of the Discord. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, we have a Discord, we do and it doesn't cost any money right nope, now. It's free. It's free. Just link in the description. Hey. Um, so I'm on Bad Times, which is like an amazing ska community. <laughs> so, well, well, one of the things I was going to mention is that they have a Patreon, of course, Scary yeah. Pockets. Um, of course like, they do. Why would yeah, they not? I know. <laughs> but like, there's, no, but there's three sense. levels of membership, but one of them that would appeal to us is there's for $25. But the, again, it's $25 a month. That's a lot of money. Ooh, right, that's, that's expensive. But you get um, vinyl. And it's like the only way to get How there. often? Every three months. So you're paying $75 for a vinyl. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If, if, if I was, if, first yeah, of all, but, if I had that kind of money to spend, <laughs> yes. But yeah i don't and yeah but it's it's cool that that's part of the thing cool so yeah so we made we could have made so many jokes today like at the beginning i said yeah it's just the two of us and that was the song and then you wanted to say and and how about it how about your song because uh, uh. that's the song is your song um originally by elton john yes 
where I really fell in love with fell in love with the song was Moulin Rouge. Yep. Um, and then I found Ellie Goulding's version, which I love. Well, for some reason, I think that th- she re-recorded it, and this is a re-record of it. But the way that she says "body," okay, because it's cause she she's British. Yes, okay. yes, very British. So here is the the here's the original. Yeah, which I really can't. Like you can't. There's not going to be a good place to stop it. And it's like, okay, and there's the, the general gist of the song. Because this is a very... It's like kind of through through composed. 100%. And it's a story. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's just a letter. Yeah. Uh, what is that, a cliche bass? Just comes down. Now we're stuck on a note. And then we go up a little bit. At the beginning, it was there. And like that's one time through the chord progression. Yeah. If I was a sculptor, but then again, no. I so I sing in a in a combo. Uh huh. And this is one of the tunes we do. Do you um, sing this one? I sing this one. Yeah. Okay. And um, it's the the part that he has for the for the vocals is like literally transcribed. Oh, so okay. It's ridiculous. Like if I would actually try to count and figure mm-hmm, out those, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. Like you can't; it's impossible. And why do you have to be that precise? It's I, kind of sus. I don't. It just it's just the it's just weird that the way that's I don't know whatever version he got that's what it is. But it's really funny, and I just can't even really look at it. I just have to look at the lyrics oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it'll throw me off. Oh, totally. But so that's the original version. That's not the version I fell in love with. That was uh, with Obi Wan Kenobi, uh-huh. and um, I always think about whenever I hear this song, or even like when I sing it, um, the guy who was the is he the Duke? Yeah, the guy who's like trying to get Satine's mm-hmm. to fall in love with him, and, and like, and they're doing like the um, uh, is it Scarlet Pimpernel? I don't know thing where you do the like like it's oh, Jesus, I can't even think of this. One guy is trying to like. I'm I'm helping you out by trying to win the girl by like me telling you the things to say and whatever. Oh yeah, like yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. He's like doing that thing. So he like get, does he give him the song lyrics or whatever? I think he like gives him the the po- well, the the poem or whatever. And then- no, I don't think it was this one. Like they they have an exchange, um, it with which is like the was it. So at this point, we're, we're, by the way, all we, of this we, to lead into the pack, the part of me thinking of in the Duke's voice, he's like, "It's a little bit funny." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, he is saying stuff, but like, no, because it was after that, and then he tried to like uh, play it off as like, "I can sing too." Oh, yeah, that's I can do right. this song. Okay, where where uh, they're they're having a conversation. So Christian, who is played by, is that his name? Is it Christian? Yes, it is Christian. And then what's his real name? I want to call him Ewan <laughs> McGregor. Ewan McGregor. So Ewan McGregor, so Ewan McGregor and, and Nicole Kidman, yeah. they're talking, and he's like just kind of talking the lyrics. Yeah. At, oh, is that uh, where she's like all over him? Because she thinks he's the Duke? Yes. That's right. Okay. And and then he's like, th- he's saying all these lines from yeah. this, like yeah. it's dialogue. And then... And then, and then he starts to sing, and he sings from the chorus. He's like, your gift is my song. No, it's my or, gift is... Whatever it is. My gift is your song. Yeah. And, and then she's like, wait, you can sing. Oh, yeah, my God, she's this is like, amazing. She's like trying to get after him and whatever, and all of a sudden he's like, my gift is my song. Like, he just like yeah, yeah. busts out into it from nowhere. Yeah. 
Anyways, but this is uh, Ellie Goulding's version. Uh A little faster. A little more simple. It's a little bit funny. Exactly. (laughs) I like her voice. Yeah. I don't know a lot of her stuff. This This is what I found of her. Like I was probably looking for cover songs. Yeah. And I found this. I'm like, ooh, this is cool. And then I so dug into her she did. lights, I think. And then the way she says body, it's body. So excuse me for getting yeah, another song, Lights. But these things I do did she do something with Zed? And I think she's rearranging the lyrics. Anyway, the thing is... I really mean Yours are the sweetest eyes I've ever seen And you can tell everybody This is a song It may be quite simple but Now that it's done I hope you don't mind I hope you don't mind that I put down in words how wonderful life is now you're in the world if I was a sculptor but then again no gets bigger yeah like it, it all, all these like it hits hits the points of like things that I think are amazing where it's just like the second verse needs to be bigger than yeah, the first verse. You know, drag you, not drag you through, but like, be like, hey, there's something new here. Yeah. E- even if it's not lyrics. I was looking up, it is the song Lights that I knew by her. Yeah. Um, this is off of Lights 10, so I'm guessing like the 10th anniversary of that Well, no, album. this this is off of the, the first one, like Lights. Oh, okay. But this one that I gave you was from the 10th anniversary. Okay. Is it a different, is it redone or no? No, it's the same one. Okay. The funny part is like just watching the 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 wave uh-huh. get bigger and bigger. Yeah. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I put down in words. Yeah, this is. There's again nothing groundbreaking about this. No, it's but just, it's but it's really nice. Yeah. It's really well done. Like it just. And that also kind of just goes like. Because it's a great song. Yeah. Like, you don't need anything uh-huh. to make a great song great. Yeah, and her voice. Like, I think in in a different singer over that version maybe doesn't work. Or does. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's kind of transferable, I guess. It's not the right word. But um, but I just, I really like her voice over it. I think it just really mm-hmm. fits fits quite nicely. And this was the, the second single, I believe, off this record? Probably. Lights probably would have been the first one. Well, Bright Lights was supposed to be. It was originally announced oh. that the lead single from Bright Lights would be the new edit of the title track with a release date of blah, 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 blah. This plan was originally scrapped to allow her cover of Elton John's new song to be released in conjunction with the John Lewis Christmas ad- advent in the UK. 
the single became sure. her highest, uh, second highest charting single to date. So I think it was like it was the first single. That's, uh-huh. I think that's what's that's what's interesting. Doing that, but like I mean, it's it's. How do you feel about people who um. Um, they like their biggest song is a cover song. Yeah, it stinks. In some ways. Like, I don't think that this is her biggest song. Yeah, it was the first single. This is the first single, and then the lights. See, that's the, the thing that stinks to me more is that they were like, we're going to release a, sing- uh, a cover as your first single. Like, no, let her... That, to me, shows like the label didn't really have much faith in her, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Wait, actually, this looks le- weird. Maybe it's not... Maybe... From Bright Lights. What is Lights, then? I don't know enough. Lights, according to my Apple Music thing that I had from when I actually used that lights is from 2010 the single or the album but yes I think both I don't know there's more to this than I than I know but it, it seems like maybe they released um an album and then they released a like a deluxe edition so like the original version was called lights and then they released bright lights bright lights bright lights which is a repack slash bonus version that's what spotify says there you go and your song is a uh bonus track to bright lights yes yes okay although this also has that lights was released after that so i don't know yeah so they had four singles before your song and then lights came out afterwards okay but after the the repackaging which i also don't dig that I'm just like, if you're going to release an album, release the album. Yeah. And then like 20 years later, release the weird stuff. Yeah. But I love this version. Dun, dun, dun. Cool. Anything else? No. That is it. All right. We talked about you can find us on Discord. Yes. Come join the conversation and you can find out what some people who worked in <laughs> what what did he call it? Because uh, I called it industrial theater, and he called it corporate theater. Corporate, yeah, maybe. Yeah, which not not musicals anymore, but like just show tunes. Where is Discord? There it is about working at Walmart or wherever. Anyways, we have some yeah. great conversations, and you learn things about your friends that you've been friends with your whole life. Yeah, that you don't know anything about. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Oh yeah, remember when you moved to Texas? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, but, uh, find us on Instagram at Two Tunes Podcast. Yes, we're on Facebook, Two Tunes Podcast. Email us. For Tell your friend. God, somebody email us. Yeah, uh, e- email us questions. I posted. I mean, this is weeks from yeah. weeks ago from this when you're listening to this. But I posted, and we will get to those questions. Q and A. We've got five questions. One of them's a joke. <laughs> One of them is not a joke. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll ask it. But um, I don't remember what I said. We're, we're going to save some of those questions for when we get like a ton of questions that that we want to answer. Sure. Um. So. Yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Cool. We'll try to be less scatterbrained. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye. Bye.